I was very, 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 very lucky to be gifted a bursary by Multistory and I want to talk to you all about it now. So let's get into it. So yeah, this episode will just be me kind of talking about the organization I'm working with, um, the bursary, kind of what it entails, um, what I'm doing for it. And yeah, it's just going to be quite a relaxed catch-up. I'm going to be writing a blog post about it on my website, um, scarlet4.co.uk. Um, link will be in my description. I haven't got around to that yet. So I thought it'd be nice to do like a podcast episode about this um, before going back to uni. The next podcast episode, I will be at uni. So expect some more uni art school content. But um, yeah, let's get into chatting about my bursary. Okay, so the company that have given me the bursary is called Multistory. I will put their website in the description. It's a very cute website. I like it a lot. I like the graphics. I'm very fussy with like font and stuff, but um, yeah, I really like the logo. Um, shout shout out. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna read a bit from their about page. So basically, they're a community arts organization based in West Brom, in the borough of Samwell, for 15 years and um, they build meaningful connections between local communities and artists to produce creative projects that tell stories of everyday life. They believe in the power of art to reflect the times we live in and to tell stories that bring people together. So yeah, they work with a very diverse range of people um, and creatives and partners to reimagine the local area and to help promote um, social change and creativity. And I was introduced to them by a lecturer. Um, he sent all these talks um, I mentioned that in my last episode about art school and how you should really you know, grasp every single opportunity you can. <laughs> and they run workshops and talks. And that's how I um, first got introduced to them. I went to some of their talks and they do talks with artists and organizations like the Sustainable Darkroom. And yeah, it's just a really great organization. All the talks are for free on Zoom, so very accessible. And there's people in these talks of all sorts of disabilities and from different cultures. And it's a very um, nice place to be. So, yeah, if you are from this area, the Midlands, definitely do check them out. And even if you're not, maybe try to see if there's um, an organization like this similar to you. Um, But, yeah, definitely check out the website. Um, And I like their values. Their values are creativity, collaboration, accessibility, inclusivity and sustainability, which I just think is really cute. Um, yeah, so this is the company that I'm working with, um, or organization, I should say. Um, yeah, and they've given me a bursary. And yeah, next segment, just going to be talking about the bursary, what it is. So let's get into it. Okay, so the bursary I've been given, it's to work on a small project. It could be research, it can be um, continue working on a project I've started before. That's what I'm doing. I'd started this project earlier this year around, um, March, April time. So I've been working this project for a little while now and I really thought the bursary would be exactly the thing I needed. The project had become very stagnant. I was a bit unsure. I needed an exterior opinion and I wasn't really getting that as art school, you know, it was the summer and, I didn't have tutorials or anything and I was actually looking for an art mentor so the fact that in this bursary I got one I was like bish bash bosh um (laughs) and in the bursary I get a sum of money and I get mentoring and I get um so I've asked for things like um like links to opportunities and websites and anything useful like that and I've got a whole document of that um like stuff I've asked for um and like advice on my website and stuff so yeah it's really nice and it's really 
nice and tailored to what I want from it. And um, it's really nice how my mentor, um, she said I can email her whenever, which is really nice. My mom said, that's really nice. I've said the word nice a lot, but it is nice. And yes, that's the bursary. And if you want to learn more about how I got the bursary, I definitely recommend listening to my previous podcast episode tips for preparing for art school from a second year fine art student I'm surprised I remember the name um because in there I do say about how I got this bursary and on my Instagram I've released a little soundbite from that previous episodes and you can see I'm talking about my bursary there um but I just say I got this bursary from working hard um taking up those um talk opportunities and yeah um trying to come across as professional um I was going to do a whole segment about how I got the bursary but to be honest I think I've already already covered it in the previous episode and um yeah I don't want to bore you but um yeah uh if you have any questions about how I got it just email me message me um my Instagram skylar18 and my email is skylar18 at gmail.com all my contacts are in the description yeah okay so now I'm going to talk about the project so far what I've been working on. Um, so the project is about women in art history. I was, I'm trying to think of maybe a cooler name than women in art history. It seems a little self-explanatory. I don't know. I was thinking like not your muse or I don't know. I don't know. I, I need to think about the title a little more. But basically it's a series of cyanotypes, um, which is a process of photography. It's sustainable, which I love. I'm my practice is very sustainable in nature. I don't want to make art that isn't good for the planet. Cause it's like, what's the point of that? <laughs> That's literally as simple as I think. I'm like, what's why? Why would you do that? Um, yeah, and basically, I'm looking at women in art history who have been overshadowed, overlooked. Maybe they haven't got the credit I feel they deserve. Women such as Lee Krasner, who's often referred to as Jackson Pollock's wife, even by artists I've spoke to. Um, they're like, oh yeah, that's Pollock's wife. And I'm like, she's not his property. Um, who else? Um, Elaine de Kooning, she's known as uh, de Kooning's wife. And when we think de Kooning, I think of like often we think Wilhelm de Kooning, but, um, yeah, um, Baroness Elsa von Friedhag Lederhoven. Um, I hope I said that right. She, there's strong evidence and I'll put the links in the um, description, um, to articles and stuff that she made fountain, which was, um, supposedly made by Marcel Duchamp and he put it in, uh, a art exhibition I believe um and he was really credited with the start of anti-art and you know um modern art and whatever and he was given this pedestal but Zachi thought that she made it gave it him and she ends up dying in poverty and he died you know with this notion that he was some forward-thinking genius when it's quite likely she made it um so yeah stories like that I've also been looking at artists from all over the world um artists from Asia, artists from Hungary, art, Hungary, Hungary, sorry, I was saying Hungarian, but then I said Hungary, it's a cool word though, artists from um, Aboriginal Australia, um, artists from America, artists from India, like there's so many artists all over the world, um, I've been advised though to also look for some more English artists, so there are a few I've got under my sleeve, under my sleeve up my sleeve <laughs> um and something I really want is for all these photos of them that I find because I have to find these photos online I want all the photos of them to be in the element so in the studio or holding a camera or just something that's empowering because I experimented a lot with this and the first few I've got quite a few um cyanotypes I made of Elaine de Kooning and I don't like the image I chose because she's just like 
posing for a photo, whereas the new one I've found and made a negative out of, she is in a studio with like on top of like, well, she's not on her paint palette, but she's like leaning on it and she's laughing and it's very natural and it's very like it feels right. So all these photos of them in their element in their studio. And I just love that. I just love seeing that. And it's been really interesting because it's been difficult sometimes to find photos of these women in their studios because it wasn't documented because a lot of the time these women, they didn't document their work because it wasn't seen as important because they weren't men. Um, so that's been something really interesting that I will definitely write about. And yeah, just kind of how much art have we not seen that's been destroyed or has been wrongly labeled as being by a man or yeah, it's just really interesting these stories that you learn about and these artists that I really wish I'd been taught about that I finally know about now because I've, you know, researched. And so I hope to not only show these stereotypes, but write little, um, like, almost like artist profiles about them and write about who they are and stuff like that. Um, Lee Miller is another artist I have in um, the collection. She um, was a war photographer which I just think is so cool um in World War II like a female war photographer um it's a very very famous photo of her in Hitler's bath not with him um it's just like once the war was over I just thought that was quite a funny photo I didn't use that photo I used a photo of her um in I think she must have been like maybe in Morocco because she had like a headscarf on I don't know if she was like respecting their heritage or I don't know religion or somewhere like that because I know World War II took place in Morocco um and all over the world um yeah so lots of different women and these sanotypes i'm making on handmade paper the handmade paper is by far the most difficult element of this um just because oh my god i thought it'd be kind of basic i've made paper before but i've never actually done anything with said paper i've never painted on it i've never you know done anything like that i have experienced making paper very large paper you know really big paper but i've never done anything with it and so I realize now after making like at least 10 sheets of paper they're all I can't use any of them because I haven't applied a sizing so um I was looking online and some people use gelatin that's really bad because it's meat and I'm a vegetarian I'm a strict vegetarian um I don't eat anything with gelatin in or even like vitamins with gelatin in um which I used to do um and I would never want to work with anything that's animal products just because I would get all these intrusive thoughts about it so I was googling and apparently starch or aluminium sulfate I believe um can be used as a sizing so basically I think I was googling about the chemistry of it and this is the thing sanitypes is a lot of chemistry and I'm not the best at chemistry I did consider doing chemistry a level at one point because I was doing quite well in the GCSE but it's not something that I have a burning passion for um but anywho um yeah and I think the aluminum sulfate basically just helps the irons or whatever stick closer together or just it helps the paper be a lot more durable so I bought some aluminum sulfate um my Amazon shopping history looks kind of dodge I'm worried people think I'm making a bomb or something buying all these rando chemicals um like hydrogen peroxide and stuff um hydrogen peroxide is used to make um the paper darker and quicker by the way, um, anywho, so yeah, once I'm all settled, because right now I'm just kind of getting ready for uni and stuff, and I've been in quite a lot of holidays, so I'm just like sorting all that out. Um, but once I'm like settled, and I've been cleaning out my studio, because my studio's been a tip. Um, so I've been cleaning that out and just sorting out my life. <laughs> but um, once that's all sorted, um, 
Uh, my molten decal, my new molten decals arrived. My aluminum sulfate should be here still tomorrow. I can um, get sorted with that. So yeah, the handmade paper has definitely been the hardest element. And I'm looking to make the paper with cotton because I think that might be stronger. I'm just looking for a cotton supplier because I, I was watching some videos online and some people using cotton wool balls, but I'm just like, that's not good for the environment because you buy them in a plastic bag and then you're just using them for this. So I'm trying to kind of think of somewhere local because um, my mentor was saying we need to try work with local people um so that's something I'm definitely looking into a lot um I've been doing a lot of my research on YouTube watching video tutorials um reading articles about how to make paper from cotton um it's a laborious process when I go go to uni I'm going to explain to my lectures like I will be doing the work from uni but I just need to focus on this at the moment because I've got this almost like commission um which I feel so cool saying that <laughs> um yeah and hopefully they'll get it um they'll understand but yeah so this process has definitely been full of failure and I've documented the whole thing I have a Canon G7X Mark II I believe it's like the classic go-to YouTube vlogger camera and I've got all the videos um, from making um, this. So once this bursary is finished, I'm going to just kind of make, I might make like a series and put it on YouTube or something like the bursary diaries. Um, yeah, just to kind of look back on. And I believe, I think that should be part of the exhibition in some way. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I use Adobe um premier rush to edit i'm not the best editing but you know i have epidemic sounds which is where i get all my music for my podcast so um yeah which is like you know music so um i'll be able to edit the videos and yeah they're really they're really good and like i've got um my blender broke and i've got uh, that on footage of it like exploding um yeah so all the failures are all caught on camera which is great um and I've kept all like the broken paper that broke and I've kept the old paper and um that I can't use anymore and so yeah it's really interesting to be able to oh my god I just realized um in Cornwall I've left all paper pulp there and I think it's gonna rot oh god Hey ho, yeah, because I left paper at home for over a month in submerging water and it went black and rotted. Um, that's one thing you learn from running quite an experimental practice is that you feel like a mad scientist. Like, honestly, the amount of times I've had mold growing pots in my studio I is not okay. It's just because sanotypes, the, um, the solution, the photographic solution, A and B, can go moldy uh, after a while. So... <laughs> If you think about doing sanitizers, just make sure, um, I don't know, you learn about that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, but the sanitizer's really fun. I'm just kind of disappointed that I haven't actually made one that works so far. But once I get my paper sorted, um, that'll be fine. I've made loads of negatives, so, and I'm going to make some more um, of um, English artist Anna Mendieta, I think. Um, she's an artist who I've already got her negative on my computer I just need to print it on acetate um but yeah I'm doing the whole thing myself I have um a dark room at home I say that it's not a dark room it's a UV light um an extension cable <laughs> and I have um like a sanotype set so I have like a glass plate and my you know solution A solution B I mix the solution in the lid of a you know pot of Tupperware um but yeah it's my dark room I love it um, so hopefully at uni they'll teach us how to do sanitizers and I'll be like oh yeah 
I can do this. I taught myself. <laughs> and I'll feel very, very clever. Um, but uh, yeah, so that is the project so far. Um, it's very exciting, but it's full of failure. Um, it's made me want to cry at times. I remember sitting on my bedroom floor in Cornwall because I've been doing this between Cornwall and uh, Telford, where I live, um, just because this summer holiday, I've barely been at home. So it's been a bit difficult. That's probably been the biggest hurdle. Um, just kind of taking my studio to different places. Um, but yeah, I was like sitting in my bedroom floor in Cornwall and I was like, Mom, it's break! And mum's like, what can we do? My mum just called me on the home phone. I did say I was recording, but never mind. Um, I was like, mum, what can I do? Um, and then my day got even worse. I have food poisoning them for the next two days. Um, no, it's fine. Um, I ate too much onion and that made me ill. Um, guys, I ate a whole vegetarian shepherd's pie for two people. A massive pie. And then I had three waffles covered in Smarties and chocolate sauce and icing and I wondered why I was ill. Yeah, don't overindulge, especially if you have a small stomach like me and you can't eat loads. Um, <coughs> I didn't think I'd be talking about my food poisoning on this, but never mind. Um, yeah, so that's diversity so far. It's very fun, but it's full of failure. Um, but that's good. Um, it's all good. So next I'll be talking about what now? What am I doing now with it? Um, the future? And there. Okay, so now, as I said, I've bought the Mondaco. I'm looking for a cotton supplier somewhere. I need to make cotton pulp. Uh, I I don't know how to do that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, but I'm gonna work out. <laughs> I bought aluminium sulfate size the paper. Um, because the paper I've got it on video. Me like being like, okay, guys, so let's you know put the paper in the water for the first time. Yay! And you can see it just fall apart in the water, and you can see my face. Like you can just see it. It's brilliant footage. Like I'm just like no. But it's sad. Um, yeah. And then when I'm kind of settled, I'll be going back to making sanotypes and stuff at home. And yeah, I'm very excited for the future. Um, yeah, so that's good. And then also we have um, an exhibition coming up. Um, I believe it's online. Yeah, it will be online. Um, and in this exhibition, I'll have the sanitizers. But also we've discussed that the process is really important. Just to my practice in general, I'm very into the process like I think more art galleries when you have an artwork should have more about the process because I see it and I'm like this is cute but I want to see how it was made because for me that's like more interesting kind of just seeing how the artist interacts with it and stuff I think our galleries are missing a massive trick like you could have videos and oh um I don't know um you could give out a piece of paper with like images on I don't know I just think that'd be really cool I would love that I'd learn a lot um yeah, maybe people, some people are really, like, precious. It's like, my process, you don't, yeah, I don't want you to know about it because then you'll copy it. <sighs> Stupid. Um, <gasps> I'm so judgy. Um, yeah, also, I'm going to write, like, um, stuff down for the exhibition. Um, and I'm going to write about the artists. And um, my mentor said I can send things to her whenever, so that's good. So I'll also be sending stuff to my sister. I'll be like, Evie, make sure my grammar's not bad. I don't have great grammar. I got an A star in English language, she says, see, but I, I struggle with grammar so much. Um, 
yeah and then I'm gonna write my own blog post which will be also put on the multi-story blog um I'll probably do that within the next week or so um yeah I'm just getting ready for uni um preparing for a mental breakdown which will surely come at some point (laughs) um yes anywho but yeah I'm really excited for the exhibition and I also do like a talk about my project which I'm really excited for I get nervous but hey ho um whatever the world's where it ends and we're all gonna die one day anyway so what's the point of being nervous um <laughs> what um yeah but i'm super excited for that and i just can't wait to get um all this on if you look at my website you can see on my cv i've already added that i mean given the bursary um but then i can also write the art talk um in my cv so yeah i just want to add stuff to my cv um yeah it's, it's very exciting yay Okay, so in this final section, I just want to talk a bit about what's after my bursary. So it ends, I believe, I think the start of October. I don't, I actually don't know when it ends. Also at the end of October. I don't know. Um, They have told me, I want to make this really clear. They've been really great. Told me all the stuff I need to know. I'm just, I'm just slow. Um, Yeah, but it's great and it's very exciting after the bursary. Um, there's an exhibition in my local area I need to sign up to. Do. I have no idea what I'm going to send there. Um, I haven't really thought about it. I probably should be thinking about it. I don't know when the deadline is. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it's some, I've, I've, I've exhibited there before. Um, they spelled my name wrong when I exhibited there last time. Um, my art didn't sell last time because I didn't put it on sale. Maybe I'll put this one on sale. Hey-ho, who knows? You know, I'm, I'm spontaneous like a candle in the wind. Ew. Um... Also, my artwork's coming back from New York. I'm so excited to be reunited with it. My dad's going to, um... Well, actually, by the time this is released, I might already have it. So that's great. Maybe I'll be with my painting in New York. Um, it didn't sell, so I'm having it back. But it's okay, because hopefully... Does that... I mean, the price will increase now, because it's been exhibited in New York City. Who knows? But um, I'm really excited to have it back. And um, it matches my bedroom, so I'll put it in my room. Um, <laughs> but um, it's never actually been in my home. It's only been in Cornwall. So it'd be quite cool to see it here in my studio. Um, here, as I painted it down in Cornwall. Um, it's kind of confusing. Like, I split living between here and Cornwall. Um, yeah. And then art school. Um, yeah, I'm going back to art school. Exciting. I am absolutely petrified. Um, not about my own ability. I believe I'm good. Um, <laughs> so arrogant. I believe I'm good. Um, but hey-ho, you may as well tell yourself that. Um, no, I'm just no start COVID. I don't want to die and I don't want to kill anyone. Um, I'm not saying I'm going to go in there with a the machete. I want to make this really clear. I just mean like I don't want to catch it and then kill my parents involuntary if that makes sense i don't want to catch covid and then give it my parents and then them die i'm not talking about killing people oh god um anywho uh <laughs> um yeah i'm nervous about covid and i'm nervous about going near people um and i'm nervous about people going near me and um but other than that it's all good um <laughs> I'm excited for the workshop, so I really want to get my timetable because I hate the fact that we don't... I have, like, anxiety issues, you might be able to tell, um, from <laughs> my podcast. But, um, yeah, so I like to know what I'm doing, and it, it just calms me down. And I think it's so bad that unis don't give you the timetable earlier because it's stupid of them. Um, I'll say that honestly. Um, it, this isn't just mine, it's all, loads of unis. I see it all online, um, people not getting their timetables really late um yeah and then then what else am i doing in the future oh yeah um 
my mentors give me some opportunities about writing and stuff so I'm gonna email them I've just been quite busy at the moment um and then also I've emailed some companies for work experience I'm just worried about doing work experience slightly worried during the Rona um the Rona oh my god coronavirus I'm so sorry I just said that um yeah um i'm kind of worried about doing that but there is an online internship i want to do so i think once uni i've just kind of got into it then i'll apply for that just because like this i feel a bit in a pressure cook at the moment so i just want to sort get my bursary done cool with that and then i want to you know do my online internships i'm working for my sister also um i actually need to do some stuff for that i'm working in a marketing job for her um yeah, so I'm a busy bumblebee. Um, but yeah, uh, and, and then, you know, I'm still doing my Instagram. My Instagram, I see, is a job. I don't really enjoy Instagram, but I do enjoy kind of curating my feeds. Uh, for me, I see it as a bit of an exhibition, and um, I'm really getting to the swing of it now, kind of, of um, planning posts in my head. So every three posts, I do an art advice, and that means that if you look at my feed, it's really nice and kind of coherent if that makes sense in terms of you can see kind of the art in advice posts and they're all like formatted in the same way um and i really like that i use snapper to make them i have to pay for it but it's well worth the money um and i think i got a good deal i don't know um yeah so that's what i'm doing in the future and um yeah i can do another podcast about kind of instagram advice if you want um that might actually might be a good one um <laughs> clever me uh yeah anyway cool thank you so much for listening to this podcast um it's been great it's been a bit like a therapy of me saying about my thoughts of killing my parents no that sounds really bad i don't want to kill my parents like inadvertently accidentally killing them going to uni getting covid accidentally killing them i want to do that uh, um oh my god i sound crazy uh, well never mind embrace the craziness um yeah but thank you so much for listening it's really great that you listen um it's really nice i get this as my parents laugh at me sometimes my podcasts i say all oh, my fans um all five of you <laughs> i'm sorry no there is more than that um yeah oh yeah i got my first listen in south america i'm trying by christmas to have one listen in every continent bar antarctica because i think it's a bit of a you know an ask asking for antarctica because i don't think anyone lives there apart from the penguins do penguins live in antarctica or is it the arctic i don't know um yeah but so now we have three continents we have europe which is my main one followed by north america which is really i get i've got some uh very good listeners there so thank you um and then i've got one listen in south america so um, you know i feel rather chuffed i need to get a listen now in africa asia and oceana so woo! look at me in the world i don't know anyone that like lives there and people that do live there that i know i don't think they like me enough to listen but um anywho um that's just me and my ambitions um yeah thank you so much for listening i hope this um was fun for you to hear about my bursary and um about the work i'm doing um check out um, my website scarlet4.co.uk if you want to see more about my bursary i will put my instagram when i do my blog post and um yeah if you want to um read more about these women i will put some information about them in the description please do check them out these women are bloody incredible anyway thanks so much for listening i hope you're well stay well stay cool and stay awesome